Okay, you ready? Yes, I'm here with my rasp. Cool. Why is there a P in raspberry? Raspberry? I don't want any rasps near my berries. And that's all I have to say about it. Okay. Welcome back to We Love That. Have you ever wanted to know who you are? Well, today we're finding out who we are because we're taking all kinds of personality quizzes. And to help you out, we've put some links into the description below. Follow along with what we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're doing. And take those quizzes. My name is Elder Matumbo, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. No, please stop. Everyone, 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 everyone. I saw Book of Mormon for the first time really recently, and I just wasn't, no one prepared me. Jerome and I went to go see it together on the Broadway. Um, And we got there really early to the theater, and we sat down. Oh my God, I forgot about this. And we were like alone, and then this like cute queer couple sat behind us, and we were like, oh, amazing, like great. But then, like, more and more white people showed up. And I was like, okay, whoa, that's crazy. And they were all old. And then the wait, show started. Wait. Even before the show started, we have to note that there's <laughs> oh a <God>. little, <laughs> you oh know, those, they have the little refreshments. So I'm like, oh, Kenny, do you want a drink? Like, let's get a drink. <laughs> um, I can't. And we go over, and there's a long line. There's a long line for the alcohol. And so we're just waiting in line, you know. Already off to a bad start. And long someone line for orders the alcohol. In, in front of us two, two drinks. <laughs> I still can't even believe that this happened. Two, two. The number is two drinks. Two drinks. Like two like vodka sodas or something. Like something very simple. Um, <laughs> and the man says there's, it's $16. And That's we're like, not what the man said. We're like, that's kind of steep, but that's fine. Yeah, we're in New York. We love New York. We love the theater. (laughs) We're on Broadway. Like, let's just go up. Thank you. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Well, we kind yeah. Then another person ordered. Also two drinks, but got double something. I don't know. Double something. something. Something extra. Got a water bottle. And the man said, (laughs) the bartender said, that'll be $70. (laughs) (laughs) Because the first time he didn't say 16, he said 60 he said 60 dollars and then this other man's two drinks were 70 dollars we were shocked and we went and i ordered a water and it was five dollars and we left i like couldn't have even spent that much money even if i wanted to it was crazy it was crazy imagine how much money they're making just off of the drink stop please stop please stop we're back but you have to go what well what happened in the you have to please continue with the story. That you oh, you're right. Oh, you're you're right. Um, you know, so we have our debacle near the, <laughs> the drink stand. Debacle at the drink stand. That's my next Nancy Drew novel coming out. Thank you so much. Um, come back down. We sit down. And then like more and more folks are coming. And they're just like, 
I'm like, I start getting more uncomfortable because I felt so good in the theaters. Like me and Jerome, it was fun and young and hip and fresh and funky and fierce. One more. And festive. <laughs> Thank you. Extra festive. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, but I had never seen Book of Mormon. And so like it, the theater's now chock full of older white people. That's true. Moment. To and be I'm, fair, also in this theater <laughs> were... Oh my God, oh my God, yes. Joe Jonas... Literally. The girl he's dating who is an actress on Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Wait, was it Joe or Nick? It was Joe. No, but the Joe is married or did he get divorced? No, this is the girl. They're engaged. Uh, what? Joe Jonas is engaged. <laughs> what? I thought they already got married. I thought that was like years ago. They didn't get... No, 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 no. I'm confused. He is engaged to Sophie Turner. Okay, well... And she's, she's an actress on Game of Thrones. She plays Sansa Stark. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know who that is. Um, anyway, Joe Jonas oh, was no, there. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Kevin. You are so... Because Nick is, Nick is the one... The what? That is, all, that is also now getting married. Or is Dan Oh, my God, someone? yes! He and P- Priyanka Chopra! Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot! <laughs> oh! Please. Desist. Um, um, who else was in the theater with us, Jerome? Oh, Patrick Starr. Patrick Starr is a like a YouTube beauty guru. She was there with her two brothers. Amazing. I feel like there was someone else, but I don't remember. Anyway, you had never seen Book of Mormon before. It turns out it's racist. <laughs> I mean, you know. Is it or is it not? It is that purposefully means it is. You know, satirical on mission work and colonialism. Blam. Wow. Next paper. And so there you go. By Jerome Walker. Thank you. Anyway, um, what uh, what are we doing today, Jerome, for for the world? Um, for what the what world? are we doing for the world? What does um, the world do, do for us? What have really? you done for me lately? Thank you. Uh, today there was a new single dropped by Kenyon and my favorite artist. Not our favorite artist. <laughs> we love him. He's just not our favorite. <laughs> um, Jacob Collier. Wow. Please go look him up if you do not know him already. His stuff is crazy wild these crazy reimaginations of reenact imaginations exactly good word jerome um he great stuff always really extensive instrumentation kind of wacky playing around with harmony and meter and all that fun stuff um he just released a new single off of his upcoming four album four record album that's how i think he describes it it's like one album project, but it's four albums of 10 songs each. Right. One project. You thought Songs in the Key of Life had a lot of music. Here comes a 40-song album. <laughs> um, what is the new song called? With all the love in my, your, our, their, hers. To all the boys I've loved. Stop. Before. Why would you even say that to me? Um, um, it is called With All the Love in My Heart. With All the Love in My Heart. What do you think, Kenyon? I... Enjoyed it. I listened to it when it came out, truly. Um, not really, but like really early in the morning, late in the night, that type of moment. Right. Um, and I was walking home and I was like, okay, fun. This is interesting. Oh, some fun grooves, some fun sounds. Um, but then I listened to it again uh, just a little bit ago and had a great time. I love it. Yeah, there are lots I, of sections to it. 
Yeah, I think the section, the fact that there were so many sections originally when I listened to it the first time was like maybe a little off-putting. Not off-putting. Right. I just was like, it seemed a little too sectioned off for me to like really get into the groove of it. Right. Um, but when we just listened to it, and it, it made more sense and I was into it more, which is to be expected, of course. Um, but yeah. You know, it's one of those where you listen to the first single and you know it's not going to be your favorite song on the album. But it's still good. But it's still good. But you're wanting more. Right. For sure. Like Perfect Illusion. It wasn't perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're going to talk about Lady Gaga on every episode of this podcast. I hope so. Good. That, is, that <laughs> was the good. hope. Very good. Um, wow, but we will get more of him when we go see him. We're going to spring. see him. We're I'm going so excited. To see him in concert. We have tickets to go see him for less than we paid for, or would have paid for those drinks um, <laughs> at literally that show. At Booker Mormon. Um, we've actually seen him before, and he looked at me in the eyes. Um, and that's really said, interesting because he Jerome, smiled I at love me. You. <laughs> no, no, he was smiling at me. No, no. Kenny, do you have any other moments <laughs> for this world? Um, moment for the world. Turn do you know Harvest for the World? Hmm? Oh, har- oh, that's a good song. But Harvest for the World by um. Who's Eric Clapton? You clearly don't know. Anyway, the <laughs> world is giving me some great things, um, specifically this TV show, or should I say s- streaming show? Oh, come on, streaming? <laughs> come on, um, new age technology? Thank you, thank you. It's uh, it's on Netflix. It's called Wanderlust. Ooh. From the German pronounced Wanderlust. I hate you. <laughs> um, it's, about, it's about like a... Um, a couple and they're like going through some difficulties and they take like a really unconventional route to like try and what work through these difficulties. What's the unconventional well, route? I don't want to no spoil. I don't want to spoil. But just like things like planned infidelity um, with other people and like multiple partner stuff. And I'm like, wow, okay, the queer theory, it's it's trickling down to the others. Okay. The others. <laughs> <laughs> the others. Um, really good show. Thank you so much, honestly, to my great friend Lawrence for showing me this. They are amazing and really put that in my recommendaciones. Mm. So streaming where? It's on the Netflix. Cool. Yeah. I you know, I don't have a Netflix. That's so sad. I know. I'm so sad for you. Does that you, mean I don't have any friends? No, no, because like I consider myself, you know, uh, friendly towards you. Mm, and you, I would give you my oh, Netflix. Uh-huh. Except for I'm still I'm still actually on my, my parents. Mom, dad, please keep me on that. Please. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, no, I can't. I, it's not mine to give. I used to be on my friend Katie's Netflix, but then I had to get a different computer. So the log out, I didn't, I couldn't log back in. That's a tragedy. I know. <laughs> tragedy. Um, anyway, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into what we're doing. Today, we're talking about all kinds of... We're talking about our personalities. Please help. Um, we have taken five... We've each taken five personality tests, personality quizzes. One of them isn't really a quiz. <laughs> um, and, and we're going to work through it all. You know, the hope was for them to just kind of like tell us who we are so we could not think about that anymore um, <laughs> and be happier. Um Still, still deciding whether or not that happened. Um, but we're gonna see which one do you want to start with. With um, let's do the one that I had never heard before. Let's do Enneagram. Okay. Do wow. you think that's how it's pronounced? Yeah, that is for sure how it's pronounced. Enneagram. Well, is it Enneagram? I I've heard it. Enneagram. And want any of this gram? E. 
E N N E A G R A M. Sorry, I was trying to do the sign language, but I couldn't remember R. Maybe it's this. Honestly, great skill, necessary skill. More people should should know how to sign. That's true. Truly. Okay, so what do, what really is this? Um. Okay, so Enneagram. There are like nine personality types that okay. they have classified people into based on like their affinity for certain things. Apparently, this like dates back to. To like someone Greek said something, a, a Christian said another thing cool. way back in the day. And like people have built on this thing. And the people that are responsible for kind of getting this to the modern state, um, somebody named Oscar, another person named Claudio, was These a Richard. have last names. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're all monograms, pronounced Enneagram. All Sesame Street characters. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, there are some folks, they made a thing. There are nine basic category types, and you get like classified into one of these categories, but then you have like a wing. Of, exactly. Um, they're like offshoots of your personality that kind of go in different directions. There are nine numbers, and because there are nine, you can like break that up into multiples of three. Um, and so, like, say if I got a number nine, which I am, spoiler alert, um, then I can also look at numbers three and six to see what I'm like in like really stressful situations or periods of growth and imagining. Right. I don't know what right, I just said. Right, right, right. Um, okay, yeah. so you're a nine. What does that mean? A nine is the, oh, let's, let's give us the, the official definition of a nine. Okay. Easygoing, self-effacing type. Receptive, reassuring, agreeable. And complacent. <laughs> okay. That's I've, rude. I I really agree with the rest of that for you, though. Really? I don't like that it said you're complacent. I Sometimes, don't think you're complacent. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you think so? No. Mm, I'm, I'm convinced. convinced. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, and I'm a nine wing one. So you can have like wings to numbers on either side of your current number. So I can be a nine wing eight or a wing one because it starts back down at the bottom. Um, and Thank the nine you. wing one means that I'm a dreamer. Mm. Um, you may say I'm a dreamer. I hate that. I anyway. can't believe Please you just continue. referenced no, your favorite band. I have to decolonize my mind. <laughs> Please help. Um, yeah, so there are some famous uh, nines out there in the world, uh, including... Other than you? Oh, why yes, actually. <laughs> like who? Queen Elizabeth the second. Oh, she that's the longest song, right? music. Is it playing? Is the music on? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the current Queen Elizabeth, right? Yes, that is the current Queen I love her. Elizabeth, longest reigning monarch. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad it's thing. Not, it's a bad thing. Thanks. It's a bad thing. Um, lots of presidents Lincoln, Eisenhower, Ford, Reagan, Bush, Ew. Kennedy. Oh, I love Kennedy. Got back around. Um, and you know, others which like. Bush? All of I don't care. Um, Please continue. <laughs> thank you. Others like the um, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award winner, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank you. Whoopi. And, of course, naturally, you all were guessing this already. I know that she's a nine. Marge Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. How, how do they do I I never understood that. I never understand the, like, oh, yeah. And, I mean, we're literally going to get into this. But when people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know. Hermione is an EFPT. I'm like, how do you literally what? 
did Hermione take the test? Anyway. Okay, so you're a nine wing one. Well, I'm a two wing one. Oh, one wing. So we're kind of... One wing. That means we can't fly. All we got is one wing, one wing. That's all we got. What is that? Where is the love by the Black Eyed Peas? Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm a two. Um, Two is the helper. uh, The caring interpersonal type. Generous, demonstrative, people-pleasing, and possessive. I think those are all nice things to say about me. Work. I also, like, agree with most of them. Yeah, I think that's very me. I love love. You are very generous. Thank you. Um, in fact, I love, so, I love love so much that uh, <laughs> basic fear of being unwanted, unworthy of being loved. Oh. That's fun. That's cool. Uh, basic desire to feel loved. Um, okay, so I'm a one wing. I'm a two type, type two with one wing, which means that I am a servant. That's what that is. That's interesting. That's an interesting term to use. Key motivations want to be loved, to express their feelings for others, to be needed and appreciated, to get others to respond to them. That's me texting you. Um, (laughs) To vindicate their claims about themselves. Oh, Mm. yeah, for sure. Oh, that's me. (laughs) That's for sure you. That's for sure you. That is true. Uh, Okay, examples of famous type twos. We've got Bishop Desmond Tutu. Uh, (laughs) We've got Eleanor Roosevelt, Nancy Reagan, who we don't like. Monica Lewinsky. We've got Richard Simmons, Pavarotti, Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, uh, Bobby McFerrin. I cannot believe (laughs) What? Um, Barry Manilow, Dolly Parton, Josh Groban, the music of Journey, apparently, is a type two. (laughs) Again, I'm not sure what that means. How do you classify the music as a character? Did their catalog take the quiz? I can't. Kenny G, Paula Abdul, Priscilla Presley, Elizabeth Taylor. A lot of famous musicians. Of the kind of like, I don't know, like Presley, Elizabeth Taylor... They, there's like an aloof like royalty very me that's very there's me. like there's there's some things i see you um, know but like lionel richie stevie wonder bobby mcferrin amazing it's like very cool i like that amazing wow there's this thing where you can like see which like as friends who are compatible with one oh. and each other and whatnot um so we should look at the one and nine or the two and nine excuse Thank me you. um like who who are we and then we'll really know. We'll really know if this test is telling the truth or if it's a liar. Okay, I'm looking at, I've pulled it up. Uh, Enneagram type two, the helper with Enneagram type nine, the peacemaker. Um, okay, what each type brings to the relationship. Enneagram twos and nines are similar in a wide variety of areas and reactions, very true. Both types are interested in nurturing others and helping people to be better, more comfortable with themselves and more at peace. How awesome. Both types tend to be optimistic and to reframe disappointments in the most positive way possible. This pairing has an outstanding, warm, kindly, and good-natured quality that about it that each side reinforces. I love that. Easygoing, hospitable, undemanding, happy to make friends happy and to welcome them into their home. This is so nice. Wow. We sound like great hosts. Come into our house. (laughs) Oh, yes. Nines bring a quiet steadiness and uncomplicated directness that allows people to flourish and things to get done with a minimum amount of stress. Even if twos become upset about their relationship or are feeling moments of self-doubt about how loved they are. Wait, I thought this was... This, this sounded like it was going to transition into bad things, but then it said the nines. Just you know. Bad things about twos. Hmm. Cool. Oh, okay. I see, I see what they're doing. 
you know, if there's some self-doubt with the two, the nines have a way of calming them down, providing some unquestioned acceptance. Okay, but where where's the part where it says that the two does something for the nine? Um, Ooh, okay, potential trouble spots or issues. Both twos and nines tend to give away their power and to go along with the agendas of others. That no. just is patently false no. about the two of us. <laughs> no. Yet one of the parties will have to wear the pants in the, in the family. I'm finished I'm with that. I'm tired of that. I don't even want to read any more of this. Okay, one thing that just caught my eye um, is here. Here, both go out of their way to be considerate of each other as well as other, as, as well as of other people. Much of their best communication is nonverbal, mm. which is, I don't know if that's Ooh. true. Oh. Physical, arising from their simple, direct presence. They can develop an almost psychic link with each other. Ooh. Do you know what I'm thinking right now? If you could gaze into the future. You nailed it. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> um, nines find it difficult to find their own voice and to speak up for themselves. I'm so sorry. Uh, but when the nine actually does speak up, the two often takes this as a lack of gratitude and tries to turn the nine's comments around on them. Okay, I'm done with reading <laughs> this. This is so mean to me. Enneagrams, you're being hateful to this two over here. But like, I love you. So. How dare you? <laughs> Well, okay. that was an Enneagram. Let's move on. Cack. Let's talk about love languages. Ooh. Give us a rundown of like what that is. I don't know if everybody knows. I don't know. So the idea of love languages is that we all communicate love with one another, right? Like if you love someone, you, you're doing something to show them that you love them. Uh, and the idea is that we all do this in different ways. Uh, someone has narrowed this down to five basic ways of, of communicating love. Um, and so, uh, basically you take this test and it, it shows you ranked which ways you're better at showing love and receiving love. Um, mm. the idea is that like, if you're in a relationship with someone or if you're like, you've got folks in your family, if you're a parent, uh, a parent of children or a child of parents, you know how that one goes. Um, <laughs> then I'm it, lost. <laughs> if then you can better be able to communicate about like, okay, well, you keep trying to do X thing for me when really, if you did Y thing, that would really like be important and meaningful for me. So the five uh, love languages are acts of service, like doing something for someone, like you have a really busy day and you need to go to the grocery store. I just go to the grocery store for you. Um, well, that'd be amazing. <laughs> then there is quality time. So just, you know, spending time with someone. Um, we have physical touch, uh, which is, you know, touching them. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Could you, could, with you, could you let us know what physical touch is one more time? It's like touching them physically. Uh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah, no. Um, receiving gifts. So like gift giving. Pretty straightforward. Uh, and words of affirmation. So like, you got this, you're smart, you're talented, you was kind, you was smart, you was important. Remember wow. that one? Don't Violet make Davis, me cry. I'm just saying. Don't make me break um, down. <laughs> or I love your outfit or whatever. So I took this a while ago and I was tied number one for quality time and physical touch. Wow. But now it's very different. Now I'm number one quality time with a score of 10. Um, with a score of nine is words of affirmation. Is that a shock? That is kind of shocking to me. I mean, our top three is all, have always been the same. The same three. Because then my Just third the orders are down different. physical touch exactly. Uh, acts of service is four. And receiving gifts is two. But I must say that while I was taking the quiz, it'll be like, okay, would you... It's a very straightforward quiz. It'll be like, would you rather 
someone you love spend time with you or buy you something. (laughs) And it's like, I wonder what this is trying to get at. But whenever I was going through them, I was like, I do like receiving gifts. But I was, my mental check was like, I know that it is more important to like spend quality time with people. You could feel like yourself checking on that and being like, no, I should value this. Or is this that more that you do value that? It it was very, it was very like, I'm, I shouldn't value that thing. Mm. Like, Receiving gifts is nice. Like when someone gets you something, that's great. Like that's really nice. But in my mind, I was like, I had to keep being like, you know, that is not the thing that is most important. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that I had to remind myself of that, does that mean that I don't actually believe that? I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe it means that you don't actually feel that, but maybe it means that you really do believe that. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like it is not instinctual, but it is what I think is true. Yeah. Which is like, I don't, I don't know which one is better. I guess if you're just trying to, figure out how best to give and receive love. I guess it is about feelings or something. Yeah. But also feelings are hard. They uh, are. What are your love languages? My love languages are these. Um, <laughs> so I also took this a while ago um, and had a different order. My current order though is words of affirmation at the top. Really? For sure. Kenyon, you're very smart. Thank you so much. Crying. <laughs> words of affirmation. Um, coming with the, a great high score. Um, physical touch. What, what was the scoring for? Ten. Okay. Um, physical touch is at eight. Wow. You scored physical touch over me. Which is wild. And you f- scored physical touch, or you scored quality time under. Yeah. Both. So it used to be that like I was quality time, words of affirmation tied at the top, and then physical touch. Hmm. And because they tied at the top, physical touch like, didn't have that much. Now physical touch has eight, and quality time has seven, which is yeah. Um, that means your other ones must not have very many. Service hours. is five and receiving gifts is zero. Wow. You never once said, yes, I would like to receive a gift. <laughs> never said it. <laughs> Do you think service is five and receiving gifts is zero? That's kind yeah. of crazy. I mean, I, that's just very unlike what I just said. <laughs> therefore. Therefore. It's ridiculous. Unimaginable. <laughs> um that is wild. I mean, I think, I definitely think quality time is such a big one for me. I don't, I kind of don't know why it's third, but I love words of affirmation. I think physical touch is a big one for me. I don't know why it's third and only has five. So you think physical touch should have been at the top for you? Yeah. I think that back when I tied quality time and physical touch, that that was like on the nose. Word. And I think that about my previous one too, but maybe this means that we're just we're changing and growing. Getting older and I'm getting older too. Wow. Take me to my feelings, please. Why don't you? I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, what was that? Ribbon one? in the sky. Mirror in the sky. Not ribbon in the sky. <laughs> Mirror in the sky. What is love? There'll be a ribbon in the sky. I have to stop. I have to stop doing this. Um, please help. Anything else about love languages? So what's your number one? Words of Words affirmation. Words of affirmation. Okay. I'll stop saying mean things to you. <laughs> Guys, Jerome berates me. He does it. Thank you for lying about me and then correcting it. Yeah, that's a love language. I don't, with, comparing love languages and Enneagrams, how do you feel? Um, Quick. I, I, I find more value in love language. Interesting. In fact, of all the ones that we're going to do today, I find the most value in love language. It feels like... It gives you the most actual, valuable, tangible information. Like, right. I'm fully someone, I think that so much of this is so arbitrary. Like, I very much think that zodiac signs are real. I don't actually think that they're real, but I 
put a lot of value in them. I don't know. But then I don't think that like, I think that Myers Briggs is, I, I can't really get into it. Um, but that's so wild. Love language to me is like, tells you something really valuable. Like it really makes you reflect on like, what do I appreciate when I'm interacting with the people around you? I feel that. I think it's, that will be the one for me of, of the ones that we do today too, that like, it feels the most applicable. Right. Like, that's exactly I'm what like, I was going to say. Oh yes. I see this in my life on a day-to-day basis instead of like the stars tell you that like life yeah, is going right, to change. Right, right, right. <laughs> or like you tend to answer questions in this way. And so that's going to tell you something about, you know, you are this type. Yeah. Cause you know, there are more than nine types of people. There are more than 16 types of people. So truly that being said, I've always wanted to find another love language. Every time I A think of the, one? every time I think of the, the thing, I'm like, there can't just be five. Like there's, there have got to be more. And, but what like, have you thought of as being I don't, a possible I, Nothing. I can't find one. But I, I don't, I don't, I'm a skeptic to all of these, like, here's your life. Like, here's your quiz. type. Here's your... <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, there's more. <laughs> Even though I, I can't think of any I can't think ones. of any. I can't think of any. If you can think of any out there, please let me know somehow. Uh, we have an email. Email us. At, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> we love that podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you. Get it? It's like, we love th- like that podcast, but like also, also, we, we love, love that, that podcast. <laughs> Help. Um, While we're talking about Zodiac, let's just do that. Sure. Since your birthday is coming up. When's this episode going up? Before oh my your God. Birthday. I think so. Yeah. So Kenyon's birthday is on Tuesday, the 13th of November. The truth. Um, no, this is after your birthday. So it was just Kenyon's birthday on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> nailing it, nailing it, nailing it. You all know it's Scorpio No, it season. is before you. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm really confusing myself. Anyway, please, what sign are you? I'm a Scorpio. We downloaded this, or Jerome made me download this application it's onto my Co-Star. phone. I've had it forever. Not really forever. I've had it for a while. I don't really look at it anymore. But basically, you put in you know, your birthday and time and where you were born, and it tells you all of your star signs. So, well, you're a Scorpio. Yep. Um, what's your rising and what's your moon? Your sun. Rising? Your Scorpio sun. Scorpio sun rising, I think. Mm-hmm. Or the, the, no. Yeah, my, my sun is in Scorpio. Sun is in Scorpio. And moon is in Sagittarius. Oh, um, what do these things even do? Someone explained this to me once, you know, trying to, trying to get me into the whole. Well, you're rising. Your ascendant is what you present to people. That's what that's supposed to represent. Mm. Your son is like who you are on the outside. No, on the day. inside. Oh, <laughs> your ego. This says ego identity and your quote role in life. It's the core of who you are. Uh, your rising is the mask, quote mask, that you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style, how you come off to people when you first meet them. Okay, I'm going to list off some qualities that this says I have. I need you to tell me, like gut reaction, yes Wait, or no. Wait, for what? Your sun? Yeah, sun and then moon. Okay. What's your moon? You said you're Sagittarius. Rising. Oh, your moon is Sagittarius. Yeah. Okay, so your moon is your emotions, moods, feelings. Okay. Mm. So tell me about your sun. Sun. I have a fundamental urge to get to the bottom of things. Yeah, yeah. This can lead me to be manipulative and power hungry sometimes. <laughs> I would never say that about you. I being, I'm being, that's <laughs> funny to me that it would say that because that is very unlike you. But it's all in pursuit of authenticity, real intimacy, and the truth. I would say that you're always after the truth. <laughs> that's your son. That's my son. Huh. Power um, hungry. 
That's weird. Very interesting. I don't know. Moon. This is your inner emotions. I love inside. I'm in Sagittarius, and this says that um, my emotional self is restless, self-questioning, yeah, optimistic, that. and independent. Yeah, I buy that. I really buy that. Oh, interesting. Do you not buy that? No, I, I think I could. <laughs> I think the, I would buy the second, not the second ones. Optimistic and independent, I'm like, yeah, for sure. You restless and self-questioning, I was like, I guess I am. I think you But then are. you were like... No, yeah, no, you are. Yeah, you not were, like, like so overwhelmingly quick. so, but I think that you do like really rethink. No, I'm just thinking about me, maybe. No, <laughs> I'm thinking about you now. Um, <laughs> restless and self-questioning. Yeah, I buy that for you. I do buy that for you. You may hide your sensitivities behind an interest in finding new ways to feel. Yeah, I think that's true for you. Mm. I do. I do think that's true for you. Okay, what's your rising? Rising in Scorpio. Oh, I'm like your sun and rising are the same. And my Mercury's in Scorpio. <laughs> At the time of my birth, I'd, everything was just all in the same place in the sky. Hmm. Um, are we doing this one? But this is the mask that you present yes. to people. This is how you present yourself to people. Okay. Is Scorpio also? Yeah, is this it's Scorpio? That's um, funny. Which I don't know if that like compounds. This is the power hungry one. I don't agree. Well, with no, you no, being no, no. So sun that was for sun in Scorpio, but okay, this has this, different this things. Okay. Um, I come across as passionate, yeah, incisive. (laughs) (laughs) Kenyon once wrote, he shared an article on Facebook and said that it was clarion and incisive, and we have never let him live that one down. I stand by what I said, because the article was, it was great. It was so... Clarion and incisive. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. anyway. You're incisive. Okay. Uh, I'm not trying to say you're incisive. Interesting. Cunning. I, I oh. think you present yourself as incisive. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're right. This is my mask. Oh no. Now I really agree with the things that are here. Yeah. What was the first one? Passionate. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I feel red. Cunning. Yeah. Strategic and perceptive. Yes. <laughs> Your intense and tenacious drive comes off as intimidating and powerful. No. If not malicious or aggressive. Oh my God. That's horrible. Wow. If I've ever aggressed you, I'm sorry. Um, okay. So my son is in cancer. July 18th, baby. Hey, hey. That's summertime. Um, okay. So my ego identity role in life. Tell me if this is true. See, this is crazy because this honestly matches up with the Enneagram. Okay. Oh. Um, fundamentally sensitive. Yes. Nurturing. Yes. Gentle. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I could be gentle. Um, Your emotions may seem like a burden to you. Oh, yes. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Very me. Uh, You're deeply committed to your relationships and being good to the people you care about. For sure. You have trouble with self-discipline. This is all really true about me. That's why I think it's real. Yeah. Okay. Moon and Capricorn. Hmm. Um, so this is emotions, moods, feelings, which okay. has already been proven are a burden for me. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, my emotional self is repressed in the name of responsibility. I think that's true. I think that's true too. <laughs> Seriousness. I don't know about that. Rationality. I hear that very much. Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 I hear that too. Seriousness is interesting. It is. Um, you crave the guidance and comfort of a teacher or parent. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, this really is like, it is me to a T. Okay, this is my rising, the mask that I present to the world, which is in Leo. I'm a Leo mm. rising. Um, bright, good-natured good magnetic. For sure. All those things? For sure, all of those um, things. Your energy makes you seem either like a know-it-all or the life of the party. Yes. Wow. Literally, yes. I'm telling you, it's me. Mostly life of the party. Guys, I mean, like, Jerome always has the aux cord at any party that I go to. I know. And whenever people are like, we don't like this song. I was playing um, <laughs> The Government Knows by Noah. Oh, my God. My favorite song ever. <laughs> I was playing it at a party recently, and someone turned it off before it even got to the drop. They said the song is horrible. That's, I said, how dare you? People need to know what's good for them. I know. How rude. Literally, it was so rude. I cannot believe. Anyway, I'm the life of the party. So says the song. And or a know-it-all. <laughs> and or a know-it-all. But always the center of attention. Thanking you. Wow. We learned so much about your moons and your stars and your this and the that. <laughs> the stars and the this and the that. Wow. Um, okay. Two more to get to. Let's do the New York Times one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. So this is a New York Times like wellness quiz called What is Your Love Style? Okay. I want, I want your hot take on this. What do you think of the word wellness? Uh... I don't feel, I don't have an opinion on it. Interesting. Do you not like it? Like, I don't want to be well. Why not? I want to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think of it as like, we talk about like, what's the Kaiser Permanente thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? Live, like, live, live well, well, be well, well and, and thrive. Thrive strong. Another thing. Thrive I, strong. Live no. strong. No. Um, oh, is it live strong and thrive? No. Live strong is literally Lance Armstrong bracelets. Oh my God. Remember those? And they were all in the different colors. I had like up my arm. I had like 20. That's crazy. What happened? He cheated? He did a whole, I don't know. Cancer? I don't know anything about Lance Armstrong. He only has one testicle now. Sports. Sports. (laughs) Biking. Oh my God. Remember that guy who didn't have feet? He was the runner. And Um, then he like cheated on his wife or something. Or murdered her. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> We're just making, we made like 12 unsubstantiated <laughs> claims. Pistorius? Oh my God. You're totally right. Right? Like Jacob, Jack. Oh, but he was, no, he was, you're thinking of Jacob Sartorius. <laughs> How um, sartorial of me. He was found not guilty. Okay. I can't get into this because I can't, I don't know the facts of the case. I've, I give no opinion. I also give no opinion on wellness. I think that wellness is like, we talk illness and wellness, you know? So I think that people talk about like wellness and like self-care as like taking care of your mind. I guess so. And so like your mental wellness. I just want there to be a better word. I want the word to be better. It just is like. I mean, I don't like how trendy it is. I don't like when things are too trendy when they're actually just important. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But big difference. Okay, so this quiz, this is the What is Your Love Style quiz. It was published on the New York Times website uh, on October 8th, 2017. Big shout out to Coronayo for getting this to our attention. Yeah, he posted this on uh, Facebook and then we saw it. This quiz can determine how you define love in a relationship. To get the most out of the quiz, take it with your partner and compare results. Uh, I guess that's what we're doing for each other. Hello. Um, <laughs> you learn the similarities and differences in how each of you re- defines love. Obviously, I didn't read this before this moment. Okay. Um, so, I got... Uh, mine says, you agreed equally with statements pointing to unselfish relationship styles. 
all of mine really line up with the whole unselfish thing. That is also what mine says. Ooh, we're one in the same. That's me and DW, <laughs> and not you. Oh, yeah. Unselfish. Tragedy. When you are in a relationship, you tend to be a giver. Did you ever read The Giver? I did. I loved it. I was supposed to. I thought it was really boring. I didn't even watch the Meryl Streep movie. I thought I didn't. The watch movie the wasn't good. Even is though Meryl, Meryl, I love you. Meryl, if you're listening, Meryl Streep. <laughs> you oh know she God. is. Um, is Meryl Streep the giver in the movie? She's somebody. She she's like the the she's like in charge of the town, and she's like, yeah, we're gonna kill all these people. Oh my God! For the greater good. Spoiler alert. Um, oh yeah. That means that your needs often come second to your partner's. Great. Glad we're doing that for each other. Uh, and you tend to assume the best of them in their actions. Now, I think that's interesting. Needs coming second to your partners because what happens when you put two unselfish people together? Either they both like really take care of each other or they both really just Slough flounder. Off. Yeah. I think we go back and forth. Interesting. <laughs> um, your relationships are marked by nurturing, kindness, and sacrifice. Wow. Sacrifice is a big word. <laughs> it's not that big a word. Oh, did you mean like intellectually it's a yeah, big word? You know. okay. I'm an intellectual. So. Mm, I am not. <laughs> Where? Uh, okay. I got unselfish and best friend relationship styles. Oh, okay. I took it earlier. I think I got, no, I, don't, I can't remember. I was going to say unfel- unselfish and loving. That doesn't really make sense. How interesting. That your love style would be loving. Maybe it does make sense. But I right now just have unselfish. Well, okay, the best friends best friend? one is you tend to take your time to realize you are in love because when your relationship style is best friends, caring and working together over time is what helps build bonds in your relationship. Mm. Very interesting. That's cool. I like that. I really like what that. friendship? Friendship. Now that's a good word. <laughs> Sacrifice. Big word. Friendship. friendship good good word. word. Wellness. <laughs> Can't talk about <laughs> wellness. Jury's still out. Um, do you think that yours? Really I think it's to you? it's pretty spot on. I think mine is spot on. It's it's pretty. Spot mine on. syncs up very well with my co-star work. Um, mine doesn't really. I don't like. I feel like my my like star chart is kind of the one-off, and I like the enneagrams is here for me. Love languages mm-hmm. is the most applicable, as we've already said. And this one is like, oh, that's that's true. There are other types you can get in this. You can get possessive, romantic, logical, playful. I think mine was romantic. Oh, that makes I sense. I think I was unselfish, and then my secondary was romantic. Can you read the romantic one? A romantic is likely to believe in love at first sight. <laughs> Just a <laughs> snicker into the microphone. Okay. And to I feel that special tingle in your body. When you meet that special someone. Special tingle. For the first time. Your relationships are marked by passion and sexual attraction. Ooh, I think that's true. All right now. I'm always trying to get All my... All right now. <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm always trying to get my friends to kiss me. It's true. We love, we love an edited podcast. <laughs> we love an edited podcast. That'd be a great title for this, for this show right here. We love editing. <laughs> <laughs> Back up. <laughs> um, I think that's true. I think that I think that makes sense as my secondary. That makes sense. I think it also would make sense in. I think that in like a romantic relationship, that I would be unselfish, unselfish first and romantic second. Mm, that was a big read of yourself in my eyes. I'm a good reader. Why? 
I mean, because reading is important. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. I think that this is a pretty good That's one. a good one. That's a good one. Thanks, New York Times. Usually, Thanks, New York Times. I'm not really here for like the New York Times quiz they put out once in a blue moon. Blue moon. You stand in I'm sorry, what were those words? Excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry. You just, you just get a little bit closer to the mic. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We've got one more, Kenyon. One more Lastly, but not leastly, we've got... You know, the big one that everyone loves that I feel... I think we feel very similar ways on this one. Myers-Briggs, Myers otherwise Briggs. known as Moods and... You walked yourself into I that. really tried. You did not know how you I were really tried. Um, moods and beliefs. Thank you. The moods and beliefs quiz. Is that supposed to be like MB? Myers Briggs. Moods and beliefs. Come on, get there. You Me, get there. Not make get any in. sense. <laughs> anyway, Myers Briggs, a tried and true, shows up everywhere. You'll get asked about it. Yeah. So this at is... the club, on the town, she keeps <laughs> dancing. Is that a recall? <laughs> If you haven't already gone to listen to Tyra Banks sing, I don't know if she actually sings in this, but she sing um, that, so- that song from Life Size, Shine Bright, Shine Far, Don't Be oh Shine, God. Be a Star. Please stop. You've got to do it. Um, all right. So Myers-Briggs gives you, it puts you somewhere on a spectrum on for five personality types now. Truly. It used to just be four. I think most people still basically use four. There's an extra fifth one. So the four are your mind. Mind is number one. So introverted or extroverted. Uh, Energy is number two. Um, So you could be observant or intuitive. Uh, Nature, your nature is number three. So thinking versus feeling. Uh, And then your tactics is the final one. So judging versus uh, perceiving. This is saying prospecting, but I, I don't like Perceiving that. is what I've always heard. Right. I don't know where uh, they're getting their words. Then right. the extra fifth one is uh, identity. So you can, I, so either assertive or turbulent. Which feels like a read. Yes, it does. Um, it definitely feels like a read. Uh, this is all from 16personalities.com. My real issue with this is that I always get a different thing. Mm. I'm always E, extroverted as opposed to introverted. But then after that, I just consistently, like, I'm consistently inconsistent. Um, I'm, Stop. It's, it always goes back and forth for so many of them. And even today, like, my E, extroverted, is 83%. And then the other four are between, like, 55 and 66. Yeah, I'm always really close to the middle. But I stay pretty consistent. Okay, so um, what are you? I'm an ENFP. ENFP. Yep. Intuitive, feeling, perceiving. Um, I think it's a relatively common type, even though even I haven't done any of the math. So, um, do you? Who are the famous ENFPs? Oh my God, I don't know. It's How do I find the that? Of the thing. We've got <laughs> Robert Downey. Oh, I Jr. like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, William Smith. Oh, Will Smith? Yeah. Robin Williams. Oh. Love him. Drew Barrymore. Oh, my God. Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore must be listening to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And Russell Brand, who is irrelevant now. He really fell off. 
He was in Get Him to the Greek. Stop. Irrelevancy. Married to Irrelevancy. TBT. Yeah. Um, you know, there are strengths, there are weaknesses. I, I don't know. My main problem with with Myers-Briggs is that everything seems so dichotomous. It's like either yeah. you are this thing or this thing. Yeah. Or you're this thing or this thing. And the, yes, they give you like a sliding scale on it. But I really prefer the Enneagram approach where it's like like views of the world mm-hmm. are the like number categories and there are more than ones and there's more than one. And then for each one, you can be of each different number in different cases. Yeah. And you can also like that they're related to each other like three dimensionally. That mm. It's not just like you're this or this, like you're somewhere in this like spectrum. Yeah. Like you can plot yourselves on each of these, but they just kind of exist as like nine types. You know, a friend of mine was saying that lots of people have been talking about these days, you know, like spectrum are kind of like the word of the day, mm-hmm. um, you know, to kind of <clears throat> break down a binary. But my friend was talking about constellations. <laughs> you are so stupid. <laughs> That's me. I am always talking about constellations. So it's, so we've got binary, yes or no. We've got spectrum, which is yes, no, maybe. But then constellation is like, yes, because this, no, because that, yes and no, no, and also no. Like, it just gives you so much more space to to have an opinion and to, you know, to do whatever. Whatever the binary would have been, you now have, like, infinite space to be in relation with other perspectives and opinions. Get a constellation, y'all. Okay, so yours is ENFP? Cha. This says that my strengths are that I'm curious, observant, energetic. I communicate well. I know how to relax. I'm very popular and friendly. Work. Does it have like a title? Um, oh, yes. I'm the campaigner. Oh, wow. Get on the campaign trail. Everyone go vote. This will be after voting has happened. I hope you all voted. I hope you all voted. Um, okay. Mine is... Uh, I'm ESFP. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I said it like it really. I'm ESFP. Rocks my world. Literally in the past, I think I've gotten ENTJ. I, I really am all over the place with this one. Um, ESFP, which is the entertainer. Um, what have we got here? If anyone is to be found spontaneously breaking into song and dance, it is the entertainer personality type. That's true. Well, entertainers get caught up in the excitement of the moment, want everyone else to feel that way too. No other personality type is as generous with their time and energy uh, as entertainers when it comes to encouraging others. No other personality type does it with such irresistible style. That's true. All of mine are like, you are generous. That's what all of mine have said. Um, we've got Adele. We've got Jamie Oliver, who I love. He is a chef. Adam Levine, Miley Cyrus, Serena Williams. Wow. I see. Then it's giving me all of these characters. It's giving me all these characters. Like Penny from Big Bang Theory. Oh, my. Do you think that's indicative of like the fact that we know TV characters more than we know people? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense, too, because like for TV shows, you get to see the the world of a character more than you could could see right. the world of any one person that you're, you're like seeing them live their lives as opposed to a celebrity who is like, you see what they want you to see. Totally. They're rising, if you will. Um, okay. My strengths, entertainer strengths, bold, original, 
Aesthetics and showmanship. Never before seen. <laughs> Practical, <laughs> observant, excellent people skills. That's all great. Um, entertainer weaknesses. Sensitive. Yes. I love sensitivity. Um, <laughs> sensitive plants. Especially turbulent ones, and I am turbulent. Oh, I'm Did you assertive. get your fifth one? You're assertive. assertive. Ugh. Okay. Sensitive. Conflict averse. I don't think that's true that's about That's not me. true. Thank you. <laughs> In a um, good way. Easily bored. I don't know if that's true either. You're always on your phone instead of talking to me. So. Oh, that is true. I guess you're boring. Thank you. Uh, poor long-term planners. I wouldn't say that's true. Uh, unfocused. Oh, that was kind of mean at the end. <laughs> don't like that. I didn't go over my weaknesses. And what I'm not going weaknesses? to. No, I want to hear them. <laughs> yeah. Poor practical skills. Ooh, <laughs> that's rude. I think it's like less true than it is, more false than it is true, but it's a little true. It's a little true. Um, overthink things. That's not you. That's me. Get stressed easily. I'll oh. take it. Okay. Highly emotional. Independent to a fault. Hmm. That's interesting. I think the last one is really real. Yeah. What was the one before that? Highly emotional? Yeah. I don't think that's true about you. I have emotions, Jerome. I know you have emotions, but I wouldn't say you're highly emotional. I'm highly emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is there, you know, here for us at, at ENFP, Myers-Briggs, e ENSP? ESFP. ESPN. <laughs> 90210. Thank you. Um, <laughs> 24601. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say except that the little lady who represents ESFP on this website is having a great time at this little party. Cack. So I'm here for her. All right, wow. Kenyon. Who are we sending it to this week? We're going to send it to someone really iconic and special, honestly. <laughs> someone really amazing. We didn't know if we should send it to this person because it might be a little weird, but it's okay because we literally love him. Literally, we love him. He's great he's talented he's kind and caring and really good at what he does uh this and is, smart and empathetic yes smart really smart um this is william Bowden. wow who is the new conductor of the yale symphony orchestra and the new haven symphony orchestra new haven symphony orchestra and yale philharmonia is that true no not yale not philharmonia that's um but the uh yale symphony orchestra new haven symphony orchestra um, we're taking his introduction to conducting class, uh, and he just is so smart and encouraging in such a cool way. He's really great. Um, I've taken a lot of, you know, there, there are a lot of opportunities to take classes with like someone who does the thing. Like as I'm a music major and so I take a lot of classes with people who like are musicians or like are composers or are arrangers or they do whatever they do for a living. Like they are not teachers first and foremost, like they are their profession. Um, and not everyone, they are not all created equally. Um, not everyone is good at teaching what they do. It's truly a whole separate skill. It's really a, its own thing, but he is so good at it. He's so spot on. And he's also like done stuff all over the world and like is a cellist or was a cellist. And um, play the French horn and yeah. play all kinds of stuff. Symphonies around the world. And now he's here and now we love him. I will never forget 
first or second day of class. Um, most people in the class are really new to this. He was asking us to do score reading, which basically means that like the clefs are kind of different. It is a more difficult, like if you play the piano, like score reading is kind of a different set of skills. Truly. It's kind of like relearning to You got to read, read all the parts of the orchestra and some are in different keys, different transpositions. And it's like, please help us. Um, and so he kind of just called on two people who said that they played the piano. Um, and one guy like was worried about making a mistake um, or something. And so he wasn't really playing, but William Bowden never, like, he didn't get mad. He didn't, you know, admonish him or he, he didn't, like, get someone else to do it either. He just, like, kept giving him opportunities to try. He kept giving him opportunities to try to do it and to give it a shot and get it right. And at the end, the student was like, oh, I'm sorry that I couldn't, you know, that I wasn't playing. And he said, never apologize. And I love that. It just was so encouraging. to. And the student is a black guy and, you know, not a lot of black guys in the music department. And I just love to see it. He just was so encouraging in a way that was really great. It's not something you hear often, especially in like a really almost pre-professional, uh, like setting music and like setting the doing of music means like you've got to make it happen. Yeah. You know, you've got to be so, on your stuff and you've got to know what you're doing. And it, it certainly feels that way a lot that, if you, you know, can't jump in and do whatever someone asks you to do, then like you're not good enough. Yeah. And it's great to hear him say that. So we're sending it to him. Send it. And that's it. There you have it. We took a little quiz. We took another quiz. And we got down tonight. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We love that. It's brought to you by Jerome Walker and Kenyon Duncan. We'd like to thank Sophia Compromore for our incredible theme music. And our artwork is done by Griffin Keller. And if you guys want to hit us up, please send us an email at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.